I think the, the city and in, in, in province and met with SAPS and tried to understand what their strategy was for dealing with this uh, very significant surge over the last year in our gang violence. Remember, at this stage, it would appear that the gang killings make up about 40% of our murder rate. So if you take the gang violence out of the scenario, then Cape Town is completely out of that uh, worst, uh, or, or out of that top 20 uh, international most violent cities, and we drop out of the uh, most violent city in South Africa completely. So for us, it's extremely important to address this uh, gang violence phenomena and to get these murders done because a small number of people are holding whole communities hostage. And uh, I mean, I was in a Bel- meeting in Belleville South last night. The same situation uh, applies. And I think I didn't see that there is a strategy that falls me there with confidence that there is a plan to address things. What I'm hearing repeated is the same uh, procedures over. We're worried about this conflict between these two policing entities, MORT and the AGU. AGU run nationally, where the provincial SAPs have little indication as to what's happening with it and how it's run, which I think is worrying them to the extent that they felt compelled to create their own entity. Uh, There's little communication lines, no crime intelligence is being shared, and many of the gangsters that Metro Police arrest uh, for firearm and drug-related matters are out on the street soon thereafter with bail not being opposed and SAPS members or the Metro Police members not being called to, to testify or engage in those cases thereafter. So we're really worried about the, the consequences thereof, um, which is that, in effect, you set with very low conviction rates. There's a whole bag of problems, mainly around policing numbers. We're still short 4,500 cops that have been removed from our streets over the last four years by the national government. Clearly, um, failed to respond to the provincial um, premier on this. So we will now proceed to intergovernmental dispute. And we're very worried about the low conviction rates and the investigative processes that go with it. These are all matters we raised. And we don't think it is time anymore for courteous conversations. It is time for crisis stations now and urgent measures. And I didn't get the sense that um, TAPs uh, understand urgent measures. A colleague of mine contacted me yesterday from Gauteng to say, they found a number of SANDF members protecting water pipes. So the military can be used to protect water pipes, but they cannot be used to protect our our, our burning cape flats where, where violence is rampant. We've asked hundreds of times, and we've been denied. So I don't understand where national government's mm-hmm. priorities are. As a MACO member for safety and security, is it your sense that there's a crisis in Cape Town? Uh, because yesterday when we spoke to the CPFs, they indicated that there's about 10 people that die daily on the Cape Flats. Uh, I haven't done the math, but that must be close to it because at the moment we are, the figures we saw last night didn't have a, a number in it. It had a whole bunch of average columns. But if you added them together, you're sitting with around 900 gang-related murders over the last year. And that is a very, uh, that's an extremely violent situation. The worst figure I've seen before was 486. That was one of our worst years. So this means that this year's figure is almost double what we've seen in previous years. And uh, so I can't speak with absolute authority on that figure because SAPs don't share that information with us. We'll get that only when the crime stats are released. And even then, you won't see the gang murders separate. You'll just see them as a as part of the overall murders. So it's hard to get to the to the facts. But yesterday's briefing did give us the, the, the clarity 
that we have an extremely severe situation. And I think it is time for really drastic measures. Taylor is talking about returning a thousand cops to our streets. That's less than a quarter of what's been removed. So that's cold comfort. Um, and uh, at the moment, they're not sharing any crime intelligence with Metro Police. When the Operation Combat Initiative ran, we were in weekly meetings with SAPS, and crime intelligence was being shared and joint planning was happening. But that stopped when the AGU, the anti-gang unit, was created, which speaks directly to national governments. Effectively, since the creation of the anti-gang unit, the wheels have really fallen off, and our communities are burning. So I agree that it's time for, for some drastic measures. And in fact, you, you know, when the community police forum said place SAPS under administration, I think it's time to change the control of SAPS. It's time to put SAPS under the control of the provincial government or the city government, disband SAPS and incorporate it with Metro Police. Because I mean, if you look at what Metro Police is achieving in terms of the number of firearms we're taking with history, we're almost matching SAPS, and SAPS is 40 times larger than us. There are some serious management issues within the South African police at the moment. And neither the city nor the province can fix that because it is controlled by national government. Mm-hmm. Is that the only solution or is there more that can be done in order to curb the gang violence in Cape Town? So yesterday was about confronting the issues with SAPS, the joint issues there. But in the meantime, we're not sitting by waiting for them to, to, to fix their crisis. I mean, the new mayor has rolled out a massive amount of budget. There's an additional 47 Metro Police members being added to our tactical response unit to help with this crisis. We've already created 120-person team in Delft to try and keep the peace there. And we've added another 119 now in um, Bontiable, which will be deployed on Monday. We have the gang and drug task team working day and night. Last night, when I uh, spoke to them, they were in Makassar. Uh, just having done a bunch of arrests and were on their way through to Mannenberg again, even in that foul weather. And I'll join them over the next night or two again. It's uh, They're working nonstop. We've expanded our overtime budgets. We are doing watching briefs now. We're managing informants. Uh, we've opened another drug treatment clinic yesterday, which means we've got almost as many drug treatment clinics in Cape Town hours and all the other metros combined. So this city is batting way above its its weight uh, its weight range. Uh, to to try and fix a uh, crisis that, quite frankly, is well beyond our budget and our legal powers to do. We are being we are being left in the lurch here by the by national government, and when it is a sustained crisis like this, and they fail to come to a meaningful result, one has to start asking: Is it political? Mm-hmm. Is there going to be a follow up meeting on Monday, or is this the last meeting? And what's going to happen next? No, they committed to, to, to follow-up meetings with the NEC. Um, uh, he has the right to summons them, to engage with him. That's his oversight power. But I'm afraid he has the right to do that, but he doesn't have the right to do any command and control. So a very frustrating situation for him because he, like me, is facing these communities night on night. Last night he was on Bush Radio. I was in the Belleville South meeting. We are biting the bullet in these community engagements uh, you know, two, three times a week. And uh, it is not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable to hear the stories coming out of communities and not be in control of the thing that fixes it. Um, and there are many good members in SAPS who yes. are desperate trying to fix it. But when, they, when their resources have been stripped to the point where it is now, they themselves are not coping.